You guys, if you haven't heard about Anchor by Spotify, you need to. It's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcast, and more. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And best of all, Anchor is totally free. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Welcome to Mimesis, the podcast where life and art imitate each other in all sorts of twisted ways. I'm Sandra Sheriff Ackerley. And I'm Stacey Rourke. And we are your hosts on this Annie adventure. Yes, we are. And we'll continue <laughs> to be. Yes, we will. <laughs> Forever and ever. Amen. Forever and ever. Amen. That reminds me of that song. Yeah, I know. That's why I went with that. <laughs> How are you holding up in these weeks with limited hubby time? This week was a little harder at the start. Okay. Um, By the end of the week, it got pretty easy. And my husband came home a day early, which Aww. makes it kind of nice. That has to be so great when he walks in the door and you're just like, there you are. There you are. <laughs> well, he, he walked into the bowling alley and I was like, yay, Aww. take him, take him away. <laughs> Did you at least hug him first? I did. He handed Hi, me a $20, love- <laughs> a $20 bill, took Evan, gave me a hug, and left. That's hysterical. <laughs> Hi, I love you. Take the boy. <laughs> yes. He was doing really good tonight at the bowling alley, but he just gets so bored just sitting there because yeah. he can't play. Yeah. So. And he probably wants to. And- oh, he wants to. Mom, can I bowl now? No, there's no lanes open yet. <laughs> If there's an open lane, you'll get it for him. Yeah. Most of the time, I let him bowl like one one game, but for the last three weeks, there has not been any oh, lanes open. So now it's just a bored five-year-old. Yes. yes. Oh, not fun. <laughs> there are a few things in life scarier than a bored five-year-old. Right. Right. <laughs> oh, goodness. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you got a little moment of relief. Yes. Nice. What else has been been going on in your life, my love? Um, well, I told you that I wanted to get my health under control back as a New Year's resolution. Yes. And so I went to the doctor, talked to her about the medication I was on, and we took me off of one, got blood work back, and I am very slightly... (laughs) pre-diabetic okay that's jarring to to learn yes yes and And when you said you wanted to get your health under control i don't think this was the uh, fire under you that you were looking for no (laughs) however like my it could have been as simple as i made evan's lunch that day and went and got my blood drawn and i could have licked my finger 
it could have been that simple. My blood sugar was one point over the normal range, just okay. one. But okay. still, it kicked me enough in my butt to be like, okay, we're done doing this. I have PCOS and that is a trigger. For people that don't know what that is. Polycystic ovarian cyst. Okay. <laughs> and that can cause prediabetes. Okay. As well. So those two things are working against you. Yes. So I have spent 27 days, no, 28 days today that I have done no sugar, no gluten, no dairy, no carbs. Wow. And I have lost 11 and a half pounds. Well, that's fantastic. (laughs) What does a menu look like for you through the course of a day? So I really struggled with getting in vegetables. Okay. So I did a lot of research to find out how to reverse insulin resistance, how to be healthier. My biggest issue is that with the PCOS and the insulin resistance, I crave sugar Mm -hmm. so bad. I'm always hungry. And I mean, I don't eat horrible, Yeah. but I was not eating to fill my needs. So like now breakfast consists of a vegetable, like a big portion of vegetables. This morning for breakfast, I had green beans, one slice of bacon, two eggs, one um, almond tortilla. Mm -hmm. Yes, that does have carbs in it, but it's almonds. Okay. So it's a natural carb. It's not not a flour. Flour. Right. It's not. Yeah. Um, It's easier for your body to break down and process. Yes. It's more of a complex carb, though it takes longer. Okay. And so then it's also about how the way that you eat it. So you start with your vegetables, then you go into your protein, then you eat your fats and your carbs, and it helps keep your blood sugar balanced all day. I have not snacked at all in 28 days. Wow, that's fantastic. Yeah. I have not had any real cravings. I've not been starving. I don't want a snack. Sometimes I like don't even want to eat my meal, but I'm making myself because I don't want to eat too low of calories. Mm -hmm. That's fantastic. Well, good for you. Now, what about like lunch and dinner? What do you do for those? Um, Lunch, it's always a vegetable, a protein, and maybe like a sweet potato, a fruit, like a little bit of peanut butter, something like that. And then dinner is the same way. Like stir fries have become like my favorite thing. Mm -hmm. Um, Because you can just play around with that so much. Like tonight, I did have a little bit of carbs. I had lentils and rice with some ham and some Brussels sprouts. That sounds really good. It was really good. (laughs) That's good. Well, I'm proud of you that you're sticking to this. And I know it can't be easy, but you're... It's not. You're making it happen. I am. And it's a lifestyle change. Exactly. It really is. It's not just for now. Like I was talking to my therapist and she said, "You." I was like, well, I deserve this, like a cheat meal. And she's like, no, actually, you deserve to be healthy. Ooh. I, like, <gasps> I yeah. love that. Yes, queen. Yes. That is how we look at it. No, you don't deserve to cheat. You deserve to treat your body like a temple. I love that. Mm. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, okay. She goes, okay. if you need a reset meal to like keep you going, that's a different story. 
Yes. It's not a cheat. It's a reset. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. To look at it as this is not your cheat. This is, you know, I've worked hard and I just need to reset into a little comfort zone and then go back to busting ass. And it's not, you're not going to do it all day. It's going to be one meal, one item. Yes. Like, I'm going to have a reset meal, my first one, on my birthday in two weeks. I think that's perfect. I think that's well earned. Yeah. And I don't even plan on having dessert. I just want a glass of wine. (laughs) your heart. I just want a glass of wine. (laughs) Hold on. I've got to grab my glass of rum and take a sip. I know. (laughs) (laughs) I'm an asshole. It's fine. No, I love you. But see, that's I'm doing really good in that my kids are still eating normal. Yes. And I'm not even like wanting to grab things off of their plate mm-hmm. and try it. Like I'm being so good. You're taking it seriously. You understand that this isn't this isn't a diet. This no. is I want to be around for a long time. I want yeah. to be healthy. I want to live my life to the fullest. And in order to do that, I have to make changes. Yes. And that is completely different than, you know, oh, I want to lose five pounds. Like, that's not the same thing. No. No. The motivation is completely different. It's not on weight for me right now. Yes. The weight is a side product, which yes. is nice. I really enjoy it. Um, I feel better about myself and my image. But it's getting that blood sugar number down. Yes. That's what's important. Yeah. I love that. Well, I'm very, very proud of you. And to people listening, the fact that I took a sip in front of her, and I know a lot of people are going to be like, what a bitch that she did that. Y'all, that's my niece. I've known her (laughs) since she was born. She knows I got nothing but love and support for her. Yeah. We just tease. And we We love it. We (laughs) tease. That's our love language. (laughs) If I didn't tease, you'd be like, what's the matter? What What did I do? <laughs> Are you mad at me? <laughs> no, I know when you say Sandra. <laughs> Not necessarily. Sometimes it's like, you know, something really good and I have to get your attention yeah. and I know that yeah. does it. Yes. <laughs> oh, well, it's goodness. a tone. Yes. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. And you can't convey to- tone via text. No, no. Like, if it's just Sandra, I know I'm in trouble. But if it's Sandra with a couple of extra A's <laughs> or and, Sandra Rose, and it's all I know I'm not in, in trouble. capital letters. <laughs> if it's all capitalized and has many exclamation points after it, yeah. that's a good one. That's a good one. Yeah. That's something good is yeah. coming. Okay. So you were telling me a story. <laughs> we got to get to the podcast soon. But you were telling me a story about Uncle Jay. Oh, my God. He nearly died today. Uh- <laughs> Okay, so I have gone on let me let me backtrack a little bit. Um I moved some stuff around in my house, just in my back room here. I just yes. moved a couple things, but I moved my Peloton two feet to the right. And apparently in doing that I bumped a cord. Something came loose and I couldn't get my Peloton to turn on. Now oh, no. I need everybody to understand. Did you freak out? Oh girl. I'm like a border collie, okay? If I don't run or get a lot of exercise in the course of a day, I'm just going to be spinning in circles and losing my mind. That's yeah. what happens. Yeah. So when I say I get on my Peloton or I work out with my Peloton for an hour every day, I'm not exaggerating. I really do. So when I went to turn my Peloton on and it didn't turn on, I lost my mind. 
<laughs> and decided since I couldn't work out, I was going to give myself a podcasting office, rearrange my house and give myself a podcasting office and then rearrange my house to give <laughs> to give myself a writing office in two different spots. Yeah. So I rearranged literally everything. Looks great. Love it. Super happy. But in the process of that, I decided our treadmill has been doing this really fun thing when, when you're running on it every now and then it'll do like a stutter stop. So you can be oh. like hauling ass and then all of a sudden the treadmill just stops for a minute and you see your life you flash run before into your the eyes. thing. Yeah. For a minute, you're like, this is how it ends. And then it yeah. starts again. And then you're like scrambling to get your legs moving. So we decided, and if you looked at it, it was on its last yeah. leg. That thing was so old <laughs> so we decided it's time to get rid of it before somebody gets hurt on it <laughs> it's made like three moves it has it's moved across <laughs> the country it moved twice in michigan it's moved twice in florida like the damn yeah. thing is it's it was begging for mercy at that point yeah yeah so i got it all wrapped up with uh zip ties and everything and it was in our back room and tonight i sat down to do my mom, your grandma's taxes. And my <laughs> husband decided that was the moment he was going to try to get the treadmill out to the road by himself. Yeah. Y'all. <laughs> <laughs> I caught on my blink camera him trying to tip it back because it had wheels on one side <laughs> to roll it. And the weight of it just kind of slowly crept <laughs> over him. And he knew if he fought it, he would get hurt. So in very, very slow motion, you just saw the treadmill just lower him to the ground and tackle him like in <laughs> slow motion. He just like sank beneath it. It was Love wonderful. Me. I've never been so happy to have a blink camera in my That's entire life. awesome. So if you look at my TikTok, my own TikTok, Rourke writes, I'm going to be posting that eventually because it was freaking yes, please. hysterical. I want to see this. <laughs> so yes, I'm going to be, I'll, I'll be posting that very soon because yeah. he just sank. He just, he just, he just went with it. The fate, this is it. This is how it ends. This is how I die. Bless his heart. Dumb ways to die. That's uh, that's exactly it. And that's what I'm going to put over it. One of those dumb yeah. ways to die. <laughs> Taken out yeah. by a treadmill. That's funny. But that's all I've got going on. Yeah. Now, so are before, you ready? You, yeah, oh. before your birthday, there's before something in birthday. particular that's yes. coming up. Valentine's Day. That's right. So we're going to talk history, the dark history of Ooh. what is Valentine's Day. That's the best kind of history. I know. <laughs> yeah. Before we start, do you have any like Valentine's traditions that you do? <sighs> Jay and I are the most unromantic people <laughs> on the planet. We really are. Um, <laughs> I think in the, the 23 years that we've been married, we've actually celebrated our anniversary in some romantic way, maybe a half a dozen times. And I don't think we've ever celebrated Valentine's Day. Like he might bring me a plant home, but he brings plants home For damn himself. near every yeah. week. Yeah. So <laughs> I think he just is like, it's Valentine's Day. And I'm like, you were going to bring that home whether it was Valentine's Day or not. Right. <laughs> so we really don't have any Valentine's traditions. We're, we're just kind yeah. of very unromantic in that way. Well, that's what about okay. You? I, you do I don't either. Okay, good. I My birthday is four days after Valentine's Day. 
So it's always kind of gotten wrapped up all in one. And his birthday gets wrapped up with Christmas. Yes. So <laughs> yeah, his, his his Christmas, his birthday is four days before Christmas. And yours is four, four days, days after, after Valentine's, Valentine's Day. Day. Yeah. Yep. So Just, I mean, we might be like, happy Valentine's Day, but we don't, we don't really do anything for no. it. No, I'd rather like, okay, I want to go out for my birthday. <laughs> yes. For sure. Yeah. And with him being gone, I told him he has to take me out this year. Oh, heck yeah. (laughs) This year he needs to woo you. (laughs) Yeah, because last year he was doing his work trip again. My birthday fell during the week, so he wasn't home. And I was like, this year it's on the weekend. You're taking me out. (laughs) Aw. So you were alone alone with the kids on your birthday? Yeah. Boo. Yeah, I was. (laughs) That sucks. (laughs) Yep. That's part of the job that he has yeah. it sucks but again it's a good job yes he likes it, it. it pays the bills <laughs> and then some yeah okay <laughs> so enough with the valentine's day and the 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 romantic <laughs> the romantic stuff we don't do <laughs> we don't do <laughs> the okay. romantic stuff we hear other people do <laughs> yes yeah, the kissy face, the cupids, all yeah. that. We're not going to go Babies there. in diapers shooting people <laughs> with arrows. <laughs> okay. So the origins of Valentine's Day is not completely pinpointed to what started it. Okay. Because there are many things. Oh. Yeah. So. Are we going to take a guess which one we think? Oh, yeah. At the end, you can pick which one. Okay. And I, I already know which one I think it is. <laughs> we will compare notes. Okay. So the Roman celebrations were violent. We're talking yes. ancient Romans. So from February 13th through the 15th, they ce- celebrated the Feast of Lepercalia. The okay. pagan holiday. Hi. <laughs> Okay. Uh-huh. Lepercalia was the festival that ancient Rome observed annually to purify the city, promoting health and fertility. It was originally known as Fibura, the purification or purging. Okay. <laughs> um, Ferberus, for whom the month of February is named, was a god associated with both death and purification creepy i love it uh-huh in some writings ferberus is considered the same god as fawn because their holidays were celebrated so closely together okay so the name lupercalia was believed to have connection with the ancient greek festival of the arcadian lyca what was that person's name lupra what uh, the festival of the Arcadian Lyca. No, there was something or that sounded like lube. the Lupercalia. Lubricalia. Is that, did they invent lube? <laughs> Lubrication? I mean, Valentine's Day. Valentine's Day. I'm thinking, <laughs> was there like some tie in there? Oh, you'll, we'll get to that. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but not lube. No. Lyca. <laughs> okay. So the Arcadian Lyca, a wolf. Festival. Okay. Love it. 
It's described as a cult image of the lichen god whom the Greeks call Pan and the Romans Lupercus as nude, save for a goatskin girdle. Saucy. Yeah. <laughs> so the statue stood in the Lupercal, the cave where tradition held that Romulus and Remus were suckled by the she-wolf Lupa. Wow. So this is all like werewolf. Yeah, werewolf and mystical and shit. I love it. Me too. The (laughs) she-wolf goddess. I love this. I love this journey for us. I know, right? I was like so excited because I was like, what can I do? And I was like, it's Valentine's Day. I know there's a dark history behind Valentine's Day. Let's look it up. <laughs> and then you were like, She-Wolf? I'm in. Yeah. yeah. So the cave lay at the foot of the Plantain Hill on which Romulus was thought to have founded Rome. The name of the festival most likely deserve, derives from Lupus Wolf, though both the etymology and its significance are obscure. But yeah, <laughs> so that was the ancient Greek form. I had no of idea it had any tie into wolves at all. I mm-hmm. never would have guessed that. Yeah. So the ancient Romans for Lupercalia, the men would strip naked and sacrifice a goat and a dog. Oh! Uh huh. Young boys would then take strips of hide from the sacrificed animals and used it to whip young women. I don't like this. Young women that would like, that would line up, all did this in the sake of fertility. Wow. Um. Yeah. (laughs) Can you imagine standing in that line? Uh, no. No, I'm not going to stand naked in a line out in ta- the town square. <laughs> like, what What are we doing this for? Yeah. And they, young they boys whipping it, women. Yeah, they say, no. it'll, they say it'll help you get pregnant. Uh, I, don't uh, I don't understand how this has anything at all to do with my uterus. There's a young yeah. boy whipping me with bloody carcass. No, thank you. Yeah, no, thank you. Mm-mm. This also included a matchmaking lottery in which young men drew the names of women from a jar. Oh, romantic. How would you you like to be paired up with somebody that you don't even know? Like smelly guy down the street. Yeah, I know. I'm going to get smelly (laughs) Joe for sure. I'm going to get smelly Joe. (laughs) Yeah. Um, The couple would be coupled up for the duration of the festival. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. <laughs> I don't want to spend that much time with Smelly Joe. Um, or longer if the match was right. <laughs> no. I'm not feeling this. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, it's not me. It's you. Um. <laughs> right. You are too smelly. <laughs> You're too smelly. This is not working out. Yeah. Ugh. So mm. the ancient Romans may also be responsible for the name of our modern day of love um, because Emperor Claudius II. So this is moving on past the a little bit past the ancient Roman times. Okay. Um, Emperor Claudius II executed two men, both named Valentine on February 14th. What of different do? years in the third century. They're 
martyrdom was honored by the Catholic Church with with the celebration of St. Valentine's Day. Okay. Yeah. So that's how we got Were the they name. murdered for being Christians? Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. Yep. Yeah, I can yeah. see from the... I can see them doing that. That makes sense. Yeah. So with that, Lupercalia was popular and one of the few pagan holidays still celebrated 150 years after Christianity was legalized in the Roman Empire. Hmm. So it's not, people liked to get frisky. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only thing about it. As they went through the years, they were like, you know, if we want this to catch on, we should probably start stop whipping women with yes. the hides of dead animals. Yes. <laughs> and the women were like, yeah, can we knock please? that part off? <laughs> right. And please don't pull my name out of a jar. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but some of the men are like, I want this one and then the pretty blonde. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. And the pretty yeah. Line, blonde is going, God damn it again, Smelly Joe. <laughs> <laughs> there are no Smelly Joes that we know of. No. If your name's okay. Joe, I'm sure you smell lovely. <laughs> yeah. As the holiday spread, it evolved. When Pope Julius I came into power in the 5th century by putting an end to Lupercalia, soon after the Catholic Church declared February 14th to be the day of the celebration. Um, in an interview with NPR, Linsky theorizes that the feast was meant to replace lubricalia so they created a feast on that day mm-hmm. just one no sexual anything just a feast so there's reason to think that the christians might instead have said okay we'll just call this a christian festival so the christian festival they wanted to transition into a romantic holiday okay so that did That's involve pulling names out of jars. No. Nope. No sacrificing goats and dogs. Okay. Um, the big feast have died out, and it is now just about you and that special someone in your life. I want to know what steps they took to make it romantic, because I've gone to many church functions being the daughter-in-law of a pastor. Well, they... And romance never has seemed like something that really. No. And they probably had. I, What's the word I'm trying to look for? Um, I want to keep. It's marriage. Like when two people are forced to marriage. What is that called? An arranged marriage. <laughs> there we go. They probably had arranged like couplings that they did. And that's where the romance came in. Because <laughs> it's arranged. Yeah. Oh, Lord. And I mean, some people do hit it off with arranged yes. marriages, but yes, some a lot of religions like, do arranged marriages yeah. and they can make it work, but no. <laughs> but that's probably where it came in from. You know what? I am such a bullheaded person that, like, if something's a no in my mind, I will immediately dig my heels in and I won't give no matter what. So like it could be the most amazing person in the world if 
Right. If it's arranged and you're telling me I have to do it, I'm going to be like, no, I don't care. That's the same thing like somebody telling you, no, you can't have the last piece of cake. Mm -hmm. You're like, uh, what? Yeah, I can. I licked it. It's mine. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So not for me. (laughs) No. Mm -mm. No. Okay. So they decided that it's it's romantic now. Yes. And no more naked parties. Oh, fucking hell. <laughs> <laughs> I'm putting my notes. I mean, you can have a naked party with your significant <laughs> other, but not in the streets unless you want to go to jail. What if there was one person that didn't get the memo that naked <laughs> parties weren't happening anymore? <laughs> They came out naked. Wait, like, I thought we- Oh, no. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Backs back into their house slowly. Don't mind me. <laughs> I'm going away. You didn't see anything. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So by some accounts, the true origin of Valentine's Day didn't come for another thousand years. Jack B. Orch, a professor at the University of Kansas, argues that the poet Geoffrey Chaucer was the first person to link Valentine's Day to romance in his poem, The Parliament of Fowls. Really? Yes. So that's, you got the Romans with the Lupercalia. Yeah. The Greek with the the Arcadian lichen, Lyca. The poet, <laughs> and then the deaths of two men. <laughs> One of these things is not like the others. <laughs> <gasps> yeah. Do you think that somebody in the whole Christianity movement was like, oh, we need something that happened this time of year so that we can claim this holiday as ours? check the records, see what you can find. And they were like, well, these two guys died during that time. I love it. It works. Let's let's go with that. (laughs) Right. So Orc suggests that Chaucer might have linked Valentine's Day to a romance more or less by chance. Valentine's Day is approximately the time when European birds start mating. Okay. (laughs) So it's all about fertility and love. Yes, and it's spring. It's rebirth. It's, yes. 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 Pagan rebirth. This is fertility. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Um, later poets, including Shakespeare, followed Chaucer, Chaucer's lead and helped create the romantic connotation we have today. Of chocolates and cards and teddy bears and yeah, all yeah. that stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Roses, red roses. Red I roses. Don't even like roses. Although they do dry really pretty. And then- they do. I, okay, Scott, like I want to say in our first few years together, he got me a single red rose and had it delivered to my work because I worked in kitchens. I always had to work on Valentine's Day. I made the happy couples their meals. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so Scott sent me a rose. And this rose is like the freakiest rose ever. How is it freaky? It has not discolored. It still looks alive, but it is completely dried. It's gorgeous. 
Wow. Like, I don't know. It's how a magic it's managed rose. This. It is. If it probably crushes, my marriage is done. <laughs> <laughs> when the last petal falls. <laughs> but it's like still like gorgeous. Did you hang it upside down? No. <gasps> I know. I don't get how it worked. And it dried so beautifully. I just That's left it so sitting weird. in the vase. I've never heard of that. It always has to be hung upside down. What kind of crazy magic flower is that? I don't know. I, I'm telling you. I'll have oh. to send you a picture. Send me a picture and whatever you do, don't let the petals fall off. That's what I'm saying. Like, if it <laughs> crushes, my marriage is probably over. <laughs> I'm telling you. I mean, we did I need a to put a glass Beauty and the it. Beast thing at your wedding. There's, there know. could be something to it. I know. I need yeah. to put the glass dome around it. You do. But then I'm afraid it might get humid in there and then it's going to fall off. <laughs> yeah. Just whatever you're doing with it right now, just leave it. What are you going to yeah. do when you move? You have to transport I that know. thing across the country. I know. What <laughs> are you? You need a plan in place. I'm sorry. A what? You need a plan in place for the flower. I know. I'll probably box it up and like... I don't, hold I don't it. Know. Someone has to hold it. <laughs> yep, you don't get to just hold it. Just hold the rose, man. <laughs> Moving across the country is hard on a marriage. Anyway, we cannot risk anything happening to the magic flower. No. <laughs> okay, so back to this. The two Valentines that were killed, like the Valentine. Yes, I, I understood where you were going with that. Yes. Um, share many similarities, leading re researchers to wonder if they were the same man. Okay. They both were martyrs put to death by the Roman Empire. I said that. Yes. The first Valentine was a priest who was arrested during the Roman persecutions of Christians. When brought before the emperor, Valentine refused to renounce his faith and as punishment was placed under house arrest. Okay, that's not so bad. No. The head Did he of the get house... an ankle monitor? <laughs> <laughs> Probably a guard outside of his door. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> the head of the house holding Valentine challenged the priest to show the true power of God. Soon, Valentine restored sight to a young blind girl and the whole house converted. One word of the miracle and conversion conversions reached the empire valentine was executed okay so they didn't want anybody having faith okay they were like oh, okay the this is spreading we need to take care of this now so yeah. let's just go ahead and kill this guy okay yeah. okay and so the second priest the bishop valentine of torini was also a miracle worker known for his ability ability to heal physical disabilities a scholar sent for the bishop to heal his only son, who could not speak or straighten his body. After a night of prayer, the bishop healed the boy and the family, along with visiting scholars, converted to Christianity. Shortly after the bishop was arrested for his miracles, and after refusing to convert to paganism, beheaded. It sounds like the same guy. I mean, if the first one was able That's... to heal the blind girl, like... yeah. And this guy is known to be able to do that. Right. It That's seems where like it's the same guy. A lot of researchers are like, it had to have been the same person. Yeah. 
Their deaths like, were around the same time. They had the same name. Yeah. They were killed the same way. Yeah. I'm guessing yep. it's the same dude. Yeah. Yeah. So the first Valentine's Day card was dated to 1415. Really? What did yes. it say? Roses are red, (laughs) violets are blue, Valentine (laughs) died, and I love you. (laughs) I love that. It's so creepy. (laughs) Um, It was the the Duke of Orleans sent a car to his wife while he was a prisoner in the Tower of London. In the United States, Valentine's cards didn't gain popularity until after the Revolutionary War. Or okay. during the Revolutionary War, when people took up the habit of writing handwritten notes to their sweethearts. And then it was around that time. and Yeah. And then it was only in the early 1900s that cards were mass produced for the holiday. And now they're everywhere. Now they're everywhere. You can't go into a grocery store without seeing a Valentine's Day thing. Everywhere. Display. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the candies and... Yeah. Those little chalky hearts. Those are the best. You like the chalky hearts? I do. Really? Yeah. That is pure sugar. You are an enigma. You like fancy cuisine and then like (laughs) just trash foods. (laughs) I know. Like I'm not a really, really big fan of chocolate. But I love those because they remind me of those Nico things, the Nico coins. I don't know what that is. They were like the flat little penny candy you could get. Oh, yeah. Those are gross. <laughs> <laughs> They're so good. <laughs> I don't like them. I don't like them. But see, I don't like, I don't like Smarties. I don't like. I don't like Smarties. The can, the hearts. I don't. I'm. I'm. Nope. Yeah. Like, I don't like Smarties. I don't like sweet tarts. Mm-mm. I never was. I like, do like nerds. Oh, see, I don't like nerds. I like nerds. I like nerds. I should send you all the nerds that we have. You have a lot of nerds? <laughs> yeah. Did you not see the mountain of candy we got for Halloween? Oh, yeah, I saw it. Oh, yeah. yeah there's I saw too it. much. I told it's Scott. I was like, too you much to take some of this to work. Take it, get it out of the house now. <laughs> yeah. Especially now that you're trying to be good. Yeah. 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 I That wasn't a really big, like, I, I tend to stay away from it. The candy that's in the house. My thing is like, I want to bake myself a cake really bad right now. (laughs) But I'm being good. Good for you. Yeah. So some countries resist Valentine's Day for political reasons. Oh, Um, really? Yes. Like India, some political parties oppose Valentine's Day because they believe the holiday promotes Western values. Okay. Because yeah. it was originally a pagan time, holiday and Correct. it was taken over and given a new meaning. And I, I can see that. That's very yeah. westernized. Yeah. So which one of the four or five different things that I gave you do you think that Valentine's Day is? I absolutely believe that it was a pagan holiday that oh, yeah. was taken over by Christianity. Yeah. I think completely. it was the Lupercalia. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. I think it was taken over and yeah, they were like, there's already a holiday this time of year that has to do with this. 
Mm-hmm. And this is something that happened in our religion at this time. So, right. Uh, we, we will, we want to share the love, but we want to make it Christian, Christian and yeah. one couple, not an orgy in the middle of the street. <laughs> not an orgy in the middle of the street. <laughs> Which I get. I mean, okay. Yeah. I get that. Yeah. But I I think that's what happened. Yeah. I do too. And anyone that maybe disagrees with us, that's okay. You are and you are welcome to have your own interpretation of things. We invite it. And um we will respect your views and we ask that you respect ours. And right. Who knows who's right and who's wrong? Because history Exactly. Is, that was uh, <laughs> hundreds and hundreds and thousands of years ago. <laughs> exactly. So none of us really, we weren't there. Right. All we can do is take the information that history provides and make our own impressions or interpretations right. of it. Right. And all the research is an interpretation too. Yes. Yes. So we don't know for sure. Yes. Nobody was at one of these pagan animals oh. slaughtering women beating festivals no, and we I don't really know what somebody happened was there. writing in their journal saying that they were beaten by a, <laughs> a leather when what actually happened was some dude that was carrying one of the hides tripped and like slapped sally in the face with it people were like they're whipping them with the hide. we don't know we weren't there <laughs> right <laughs> That girl Oops, saw that. <laughs> yeah, that girl saw that and ran away and became the um, uh, crazy old uh, wretch that lives in the woods. <laughs> and I got slapped with a hide. I got slapped with a hide. They chased me from town. No one was chasing you, man. We were just trying to make sure you were okay. <laughs> oh, oh, that's goodness. funny. But that's all I have. Well, this was a lot of fun. I liked this a lot. I, I've never really looked into. Uh, yeah. Like I knew the dark holiday of the killings. That's the only yes, yes. part that I knew about. Not any of the festivals. Yeah. Yeah. Makes me kind of want to look into um, St. Patrick's Day because doesn't that have something to do with running the snakes out of Ireland? I have no idea. I really think it does. I just really thought it was about drinking. <laughs> I know it's not only about drinking. Listen, if I'm chasing snakes out of anything, you better bet your ass that I'm going to be drunk to do it. <laughs> True. <laughs> like, I can put those two things together. Yes. Dude, we need you to chase all of these snakes out of here. <laughs> all right, hold on. I got to prepare. <laughs> yeah. Give me some green beer. Give me some green beer. Ugh. I'm just going to start chugging it because there's no way I'm doing that stone sober. Yeah. I, I don't like beer that you can see through that you can dye. My beer needs to be thick, stout. Dye as in dye a color, not like yes. beer that makes you die. Yeah, I got you. No, I no. You. Please don't give me beer that's going to make me die. I don't like beer, period. I don't know who you are. <laughs> see, you have tried. You, you, my husband. Scott, all of you, you guys are like, yes. oh, this is so good. Like, smell it, taste it. And every <laughs> single time I'm like, it fucking tastes like beer. I don't, it it's not like good. Beer. I don't, yeah. I don't get it. I don't like it. It's gross. I love beer. Beer is my friend. I don't like not beer. anymore. <laughs> but. I don't like beer. I also, and I'm probably going to really distance myself from a lot of our listeners with this, but um, I'm not a fan of wine. I know. But wine is more that it 
has a lot of sugar and you get a headache from it. Every, and that's just it. It's not that I don't like the taste of wine. It's that yeah. I get a headache every time I drink wine. Every yeah. time. And it's like, just I can't, it. if I'm going to have a wine, I can literally have one glass. I can't drink two glasses in one night. I, I just can't. I think the women that can drink a bottle a night and be fine, like those are the real MVPs because I right? can't like one no. glass gives me, but I have, yeah. I have low blood sugar. So like. That's too much sugar. It makes it raise way too quickly. And then my it probably blood sugar drops. is always like stupid low. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I just, I don't really like liquor too much. Yeah, I'm just a rum girl. I'm consistent, but you know yeah. what else? I'm a super cheapskate when we go out to dinner i will not drink i won't yeah drink i don't either because i'm Too not much. spending 12 dollars for a little tiny like no no thank you i'll yeah. just have a coke and i will go home and drink at home i'm not yeah. see i don't even really have any i drink i get water when we go out i don't even get a coke i'm like just give me a water <laughs> yeah I... yeah but occasionally i will get a gin because gin is my go-to that's your go-to mm-hmm I'm an old man. Well, see, I am a pirate at heart, and pirates <laughs> yes. drank rum to fight scurvy. So yes. I'm fighting off scurvy every time. <laughs> That's kind of fitting with this whole <laughs> naked party. What are you doing, Stace? Fighting scurvy. What are you doing? I'm saying that from now on. Whenever you ask me what I'm doing, if I have a drink in my hand, I'm going to be like, fighting scurvy. Fighting scurvy. Yes. Yes. So what do you have for next week? I don't know yet. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. I don't know yet. I had some ideas. Um, we've had we've had some suggestions thrown in towards us. I'm really thinking. I'm really. I'm leaning towards this one because this is another one that I said I wanted to do when we first started the podcast, and we haven't done it yet. Um, Outlander. the real history behind Outlander. <sighs> yes, please. Let's do it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, let's do it. I think it's time. Yeah. I think we need to have a Jamie Fraser Mamesis episode. Yes. Because here's the thing we've talked about Johnny Depp a lot on this. Yeah. And as much as I love and appreciate Johnny Depp, Jamie Fraser, are you? fucking kidding me <laughs> i love jamie frazier i this will give me an excuse to finally catch up girl you have to yeah and i think if we're going to do this i need to re-marathon it again because i have not watched past season three. Oh, girl you have so much you have so much I to know. catch up on but here's I the know. thing like i'm I'm happy for you because you have so much new Outlander ahead of you and I'm all caught up. And I did learn that there's only going to be two more seasons. There's this oh. one and then one after and then they're going to be done and I'm not okay. Yeah. I'm not ready for it. Okay. I will marathon, get as much as I can before our next episode. Okay. Sounds and good. And if you have to ruin spoilers, I'm okay with that. I don't want to ruin anything. I know. I know. I don't want to ruin anything because it's so wonderful and beautiful. And listen, we just need to talk for a minute. The very first episode, I didn't know. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't know. I didn't know what was going to come for me. <laughs> and then it got to that scene. That scene 
where Claire tried to run away and Jamie went after her and he uh-huh. looked at her and said, I can throw you over my shoulder if you like. And in that moment, I was like, oh boy. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Please throw me over your shoulder? Yes. <laughs> And she was all mad about it. She was like, no, indignant. <laughs> I mean, would you, okay, if you were really in that situation, you'd be like, yeah, fuck you. Yeah, I know, I know, I know, but oh, okay. <laughs> you want me to throw you over my shoulder? I'd be like, I'm already there. And I'm like, <laughs> flying, <laughs> jumping through the air. <laughs> Woo! Woo! <laughs> I believe I can fly. I love it. (laughs) Oh, I love it so much. All right. So next week we're going to do Outlander. Yes. It's going to be great. Which, by the way, me and some of my author friends won a talent show dancing to the Outlander theme song. It was great. I was not there for that one. No, that was at PenCon. We had a cardboard cutout of Jamie and we all did the opening dance with the lanterns and... Yeah. That was awesome. I did see a video. It was yeah. really cool. Yeah. It's great. It's great. It's great. All right. Well, I think that's all we got for this time. <laughs> it just made me really, I'm sorry. What? That really just made me think of when Uncle Jay, we were having our little housewarming party when we first bought our house and he went full of Lucky Charms. <laughs> he was talking like fat bastard the entire time. The whole night. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, the whole night he was talking like that. That was great. That was so fun. (laughs) I love Uncle Jay. He's awesome. All right. That's all we have for the nice people for tonight. So I guess that means it's time to say until next time. Bye. Bye.